Before we get started with today's show, I want to tell you guys about betonline.ag. It's that time of the year where the tournament is finally upon us. College basketball takes center stage. BetOnline is the number one spot for bets, odds, information, and the 2022 college basketball bracket contest. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using the promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, to get started today. Bet online, where the game starts. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, or good night. However and whenever it is, you may be listening. Thank you for stopping into another fantabulous episode of the Take It. Easy Podcast live on the Believe Podcast Network, except it isn't live because it's a podcast. Welcome in, everybody. It is March 22nd, according to my count. It may not be that according to your count, but we appreciate you stopping in however and whenever you may be listening. Morgan from Australia is back today. This was a really heartfelt conversation today. We talked about Deshaun Watson and women and just all sorts of deep societal crap. And I felt really, really good having this conversation because it's really great to bear our souls with all of the morals and ethics of sports. Because once you see it, You can't unsee the bare naked greed of sports and that sports are a prostitutional transaction and that all of this stuff is really, really dirty. And it was all laid bare in a post Me Too movement scandal of a generation involving Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns rewarding him at every turn and the power structures rewarding him at every turn. And we've talked about it a whole bunch. This is a way more unique perspective, not just because Morgan is a woman, but because Morgan is brilliant and smart and incredibly well thought out and great at articulating really complex issues about gender and society and all of the power structures that we've been talking about, but even I can't quite articulate in the same way Morgan articulated this today. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. We also talked about Matt Ryan a little bit, which I just wanted to touch on real quick before we move along here on this podcast. The Atlanta Falcons had the chance to move off of Matt Ryan last year. We talked about this with Walter Mitchell on Monday, which was the Falcons could have done this a year ago. And with their highest pick of their rebuild, they could have taken Justin Fields last year. Now, I don't know if Justin Fields would have worked out or not worked out for the Atlanta Falcons, but at the very least, they would have known by 2023 where they're now going to tank and try and get the top pick in the draft. They would have at least known by then whether or not they were 
gonna have a quarterback or not. Like they could have done the tear down and build it back up last year, and it probably wouldn't have worked out anyways because Calvin Ridley would have been suspended and because they trade Julio Jones and because Kyle Pitts wouldn't have been on the team. Like in their defense, the same joke I've been making for years is that the Falcons, if they just never ever address their defense, then eventually the Falcons will get good at it. But the Atlanta Falcons the whole way through decided we're going to delay the inevitable rebuild here. And maybe it doesn't work out with Justin Fields, and maybe Justin Fields is good enough to transcend all the crap of the Atlanta Falcons. But the Atlanta Falcons, who six years ago were 28-3 in the Super Bowl, well, I guess five years ago as of February this year, but you know, five-plus seasons ago they were there, and then for years after that they were the team that I joked for years and years. They would score 30 points, allow 30 points, Every game would be a toss-up. They'd win about 50% of their games, go 8-8 eight and eight every year. And the Falcons, for the three years post-Super Bowl, went 25-23. and 23. That was the Falcons' record, 25-23 and 23 in the three years immediately following the Super Bowl loss. And the last two years, the Atlanta Falcons have been terrible. They were really good in one-possession games last year, which is weird to say about an Atlanta Falcons team, but they were really good in one-possession games, and it means they only have the number 8 pick in this year's draft. And the Atlanta Falcons, who have a bare-ass, terrible roster, we talked about this with Blake Jude last year, they had one of the worst defensive and offensive ratings in the NFL and were one of the healthiest teams in the NFL last year. Like, they were so freaking bad and now you for sure subtract Calvin Ridley you subtract Russell Gage you subtract Matt Ryan and replace him with Marcus Mariota which is just a stopgap quarterback option all of that stuff means the Falcons are going to be butt ass terrible next year they're going to be so bad and they could have precluded all of this by trying to tank last year trying to tank in 2020 which they kind of unintentionally did and got the number four pick in the draft they could have prevented all of this stuff and gone through some of the heartache earlier and maybe Justin Fields works out maybe he doesn't work out but they would have been probably drafting a quarterback at the top of the draft the year after and they could have not delayed time there and I think Arthur Smith and Terry Fonten and I forgot how to say his name but he comes from the Saints organization Terry and Arthur Smith probably get fired in the end anyways, and the Falcons remain terrible for a while. Thus is the case when you try to invite a sexual predator into your locker room and do wrong by the guy who had been the face of your franchise for 12 to 13 years, but they did right by him in sending him to the Colts. And as you'll hear me say, is Matt Ryan an upgrade over Carson Wentz? Meh. But he's going to make $27 million next year. We've seen this before with the Colts. We will see it again. They just went upgrade at $25 million a year with a white quarterback. It was Phillip Rivers, and then it was Carson Wentz, and now it's Matt Ryan. None of them are going to make that much of a difference for the Colts. Matt Ryan and Jimmy Garoppolo would have been about the same. I still say that Matt Ryan is about one big hit away from becoming Ben Roethlisberger, or as we like to call him, the rotting corpse of Matt Ryan. But at least the rotting corpse of Matt Ryan gets to go to a place with a really good run game and a really good offensive line and one of the best middle linebackers, if not the best middle linebacker in the NFL, and an all-pro defensive tackle and a GM that seems to be better at drafting than most people. So hopefully it works out for Matt. 
I know the Colts are going to be the four seed in the AFC next year. They're probably going to play one of those AFC West gauntlet teams in the first round of the playoffs. They will probably lose, or it's football, so maybe it'll be a toss-up. But I find more interesting what happened with the Falcons. But the thing I find more interesting than all of that stuff is a sports story for a generation around Deshaun Watson. And I want to talk more about that with Morgan. But also let's talk a little bit about Matt Ryan as well. Because it is the breaking news story of the day. We also talked about Baker a little bit. Like where are Baker and Jimmy G going to go now? Because everyone seems to have filled their quarterback need already. And Baker and Jimmy G are the people at the end of the dance without a chair, and I think it means Baker might go back up some shitty team, some shitty quarterback next year like Daniel Jones or something, or Jimmy G will end up in Carolina or something sad like that with Ben McAdoo and Matt Rule in that situation. Carolina's going to get a quarterback somewhere. It's either going to be Jimmy G or Baker, and both of them are going to be impossibly sad next year unless the 49ers play Jimmy G, which I'm going to be so freaking pissed at. So freaking pissed if they decide to play Jimmy G at quarterback next year over Trey Lance. Because what was the point of drafting Trey Lance in the first place? So since the Jimmy G trade saga is still going on, thank goodness we can still keep playing our magical parody song for Jimmy Garoppolo, even though Ron Rivera already found a Ron Rivera wanted to make a trade, and the 49ers said no. And now the 49ers are the team at the end who doesn't know what to do with their quarterback. And they're just going to have $27 million in cap space go to waste because they don't know what to do with Garoppolo drops back to throw. You're going to lose the game. The seasons come and seasons go. The Niners need a change. If you don't throw check downs, you're gonna take a sack. Jimmy G is warming up, yeah, he's your quarterback. No! Interceptions drive us all insane. Phones are calling. Ron Rivera wants to make a trade. If a rookie QB isn't in your plans, just call San Francisco up. They got your quarterback. They say he's smart, and he wins games. That don't mean a thing. If since week one, Trey Lance had played, the 49ers would have had a ring. If your team's rebuilding, talent's what you lack. Trade two picks for Jimmy G. Now he's your quarterback. Hi, Morgan. How are you? I'm doing lovely today. How are you doing? 
Um, good. Very good. Well, okay then. Very good is a is a good bar to hit. You know, we we could be doing worse. We could be doing yeah. better. No, we're going fine for eleven a.m. on a Tuesday. We're fine. Oh, that's right. Eleven a.m. on the Tuesday in the middle of fall. Oh no, sorry, the first day of fall. Or yeah, first day of fall. What? Yeah, it's the first day of fall for you because it's the first day <laughs> of spring not- where I am. That autumn. We we don't do we don't do fall that way. Do you call it autumn? Yeah, but autumn goes from start of March, March, April, May is autumn. Oh, so you don't do it by the uh, you don't do it by the whatever it's called by the sun clock. What do we call no. our clock? Gregorian clock, I think. Yeah, Gregorian you don't do it calendar. The, it's a Gregorian yeah, you, calendar. But you don't I'm, do it on the twenty second for some weird reason. No. We just March will do. March will do. Yeah, March will do. Yeah, like it's, it's still hot. So you guys don't use groundhogs to decide your weather. No, I've never seen that groundhog no. day. Don't I? I know sort of, but I don't care. Um, and, no. you know what? That's totally fair. I know sort of, but I don't care. Uh, yeah, that's. You can watch the movie though. Nineteen ninety three groundhog day. It's Not very good. It. Let's go. We're both the non-movie people. Yeah. Love that. Great movies. Love that for Punk's you. Punks a tiny film. Don't even know what it is. Whatever. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. All right. How are you feeling today about the state of affairs in your... The quarterback you, today. Yeah. Well, you got a quarterback today, as in air quotes. But at least you get to laugh at the Falcons, right? As a as a Saints fan who I attest should be jumping on the Bengals bandwagon, you at least get to laugh at the Falcons. Oh, I was almost there last week, wasn't I? You wow. almost were. You were almost they, there. They almost pushed you over that edge. Those motherfuckers. Okay, we'll talk about that at some point, I assume. I, I wanted to laugh at the I think I, I think it would be I, the appropriate thing to do. You know, yeah. Accountability is I, I'm I'm big on accountability, so I no, I'm not going to defend them and attack them, obviously, because what a ridiculous thing to even engage in trying to woo that man. Um, but the intent is still enough to make me hate them. And this is, I mean, already there was an excuse. If you had done the hard right thing two months ago, you could have avoided this moral conundrum. But the fact that but it's I, here I, I think the saints are quite morally corrupt to begin with. <laughs> yeah, that, if, I was about to say, there's a, not a... A little, and you don't even have to dig very far. Um, they have ties to some, some pretty. They have ties to covering up sex crimes in the Catholic Church, and oh, they love that. They just dish out the money. They hide things. Um, There's also that whole bounty gate thing, you know. Not a thing. Whatever. (laughs) The point of the sport is to hit people hard. Fucking grow up. Wow, uh, I didn't realize you were going the David Sampson route of advocating for injuring people and hitting. I'm not advocating play- coaches. for coaches hitting players. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous <laughs> yes, but thing it's, to do. But is it more ridiculous than advocating in favor of Greg Williams, who looks like a sex offender, who wanted to injure Brett Favre and injure Minnesota Vikings players? I don't see the problem with wanting to injure Brett Favre. I think that's okay. a community service. Okay, I'm not going to be the person that fights on that one. That is not a hill I'm willing to die on, but I'm willing to make jokes about it because the idea that they needed to destroy Brett Favre's brain any more than Brett Favre's brain was already just mushed after 20 years of NFL football. They were onto something there, weren't they? This guy. 
He's got yeah, to get it. But I don't think wishing CTE upon Brett Favre is necessarily the greatest course of action in that way. No comment. Okay, okay. Let's laugh at the Falcons. Let's laugh at the Falcons before I get in trouble <laughs> oh. for advocate for oh, but, uh, before you But I am me. I am also sad. I'm sad for Cam Jordan, who's going to miss his little bitch Matt Ryan. He's so <laughs> sad. He's so upset. He's just he's pissed off we don't play India. <laughs> we don't play the Colts. And fuck. <laughs> they can't suck him. And he's just oh, he's lost his toy. He has lost his toy. I should send okay. you the video of um, the famous Thanksgiving Day Matt Ryan getting stiff armed into oblivion video set to the theme music of the Titanic. It's very good. But yeah, the Matt Ryan getting to be gone after many years of hating the Atlanta Falcons and the Atlanta Falcons usually ending up on the wrong side of history. You got to trade them. They're also just they look dumb as shit, which is the other oh, thing that works they, in your favor right now. They look really like. As bad as we looked last week, well, I think we looked bad last week. Like, we didn't betray a quarterback who's been very good to us, the, like the face of our franchise. We we kind of didn't have a girl at the dance, so it didn't really matter that we were trying to dance with somebody else. Yeah, they, you guys. Did, and he's been pretty good for them. And, and that's icky. What the... Uh, in fairness, you guys were trying to dance with another person and you were doing it to Jameis. The thing was, was that Jameis was like, I understand. I yeah, get it. <laughs> Jameis has his own skeletons. So, yeah, that's the other part. Uh, the, the moral conflicts with Jameis are also there. But Jameis is also just in general kind of dumb. And also we can we clearly saw in 2021, like the difference between the Bucks winning a Super Bowl and the Bucks missing the playoffs was Jameis Winston. And that just has to be incredibly brutal if you're Jameis the Winston. Difference, the difference in us making the playoffs and not making the playoffs was Jameis Winston the other way. Like, yeah, but Jameis Winston. Get, I think you need to get over the 30 for 30, Jameis Winston, because that's not the Jameis Winston we have now. Jameis Winston, he got the surgery, he can fucking see now, and things are a little bit better. Yes, what you're articulating is exactly correct, which is Jameis Winston is to Trevor Semyon what Tom Brady is to Jameis Winston. I believe that is correct. All that it matters is he's not Ian Book. That's all that matters. <laughs> Well, Ian Book doesn't belong on an NFL roster. He just happened to subject all of us to a terrible Monday night football game in week 18 or week 17. The part that I would laugh at with the Falcons, too, is and I talked about totally screwed by that COVID protocols that, that suddenly didn't matter two weeks later. Yeah, but you also benefited from it when the Broncos had to play a wide receiver at quarterback. Oh, that was yucky, too. Yeah, but the, the thing that's funny for the Falcons is last year when they hired, are you eating a Cadbury cream egg? No, just a normal egg, sorry. Just a normal I, egg? I, 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 the reason why when I joined the Zoom call that I wasn't here for a minute was because I ate the other half. <laughs> that is adorable. It's not even that big either. Like, you could eat it in one bite. No, I, I, oh, Love that you're my... holding it up to the camera on an audio <laughs> media. I'm showing you. I don't care about it. Oh, these are my addiction. I only eat one kind of Easter egg, and it's these, and I have them everywhere. This was in my netball bag. Uh, nope, she needed I'm two like bites a, to finish it. Yeah, um, I'll bite this 10 times. It's delicious. It's just the right thickness, and thickness is important. Don't let anyone tell you that the thickness isn't important. No comment. Hit him in the penis.
That was really good. That was really good. For people who don't know about this, Chris Whittingham, the beloved Levitard show producer and commentator, and at this point, idol of mine, as someone who also enjoys reading from Urban Dictionary like a complete square, shall we say. Uh, I think that Chris Whittingham is is an idol of mine and someone I should look up to. And yeah, he said penis on a broadcast and now he gets to be the penis man. Well, he was already the Levitard show producer who's also a broadcaster, but he's now the penis man. Yeah anatomically correct it is penis and and vagina are anatomically correct let's be adults let's be adults and let's have a nuanced conversation about i want an adult quarterback yeah that's what i was going for right there but to the point with the falcons real quick like atlanta had the chance to do this last year like we knew it was stupid that they were running it back with matt ryan they could have gotten a first round pick for him they could have drafted justin fields and they could have dumped the dead but he was on a, a huge year contract with me as opposed I mean, to right now where according to bill bardwell he's going to have the largest cap hit of any player in the nfl with the falcons i thought that was the same last year as well and uh yeah it was but now he's not playing for the falcons as opposed to playing for the falcons and i still attest it's good that he went to a team without uh, or with a good offensive line because i was saying all last year and calling him the rotting corpse of matt ryan that he was one hit away from becoming ben roethlisberger like i just don't see what everyone else sees in matt ryan maybe that's because when i watch matt ryan it's i watch him get obliterated by cam jordan matt ryan is not very good anymore Yes and no. Matt Ryan is mediocre now, but compared to the fact that Matt Ryan was borderline Hall of Fame good the 10 years before, it's just a significant drop. It's the same thing I'll say with Russell Wilson, which is Russell Wilson is still a top 10 quarterback in the NFL, but that's a decline given that from 2017 to the first half of 2020, he was a Hall of Fame good quarterback. I think Russell Wilson is better than Matt Ryan. Yeah, Russell Wilson is better than Matt Ryan. And if you wanted to argue Jimmy Garoppolo is better than Matt Ryan, I'd at least be willing to listen to you. Oh, I know. I know. I'm not all going to. I know. Better looking, but no. No. Jimmy Garoppolo is not better than Matt Ryan. Okay. Put we can play this under, game with a lot of people. Put some respect on the man's name. Like, Baker Mayfield? I'll, I'll, better than what? Now? Right now. Baker Mayfield versus. A higher Matt upside. Ryan. Yeah, I'd take mm, Baker. Okay. You go Baker there. Who else is Wait, in this? Well, there's a higher upside than Baker. Carson Wentz? No, I wouldn't take him. He's a fucking idiot. You go Matt Ryan over Carson Wentz. Okay, who's someone who I could really test this with? Um, I think Matt Ryan's quite dur- no, more. He has been more durable than Carson Wentz, but then again, so have I. Okay, here's the day. test. Derek Carr or Matt Ryan? Oh, no, take Derek Carr. Kirk Cousins or Matt Ryan? Kirk Cousins. Okay, so that kind of tells me kind of where Matt Ryan sits for you. He's like between 14 and 16 best quarterback. 16. Nah, 16 nah, 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 21 Harry Douglas, Arthur Blank, Dante Fowler, Michael Vick, Devin Hester Hayden, Hurston Caleb McGarry Tack McKinley, Deion Sanders, Michael Turner, Grady Jarrett, Austin Hooper, Tevin Coleman, Tony Gonzalez Warwick Dunn, Brent Grimes, Kyle Pitts, Des Turfont, Leftwich, Julio, Mascot Has Creepy Eyes, Darren Holland, KZ, Maddie won an MVP, AJ Terrell, Duron Harmon, Russell Gage, Vic Beasley. We're the Atlanta Falcons, we're always flying and we keep on trying. 
We're the Atlanta Falcons. We keep blowing leads, but we try to fight it. Steven Jackson, Jalen Mayfield, Dan Quinn, and Shanahan, Jeff, George, Jake, Matthews, Fabian, Moreau. Mike Davis, Ito Smith, Devonta Freeman's Pro Bowl, Jock Keys, Rogers, Asante, Samuel, Young Way, Dean Pease, Mike Smith had a winning team, Henry Crockett, Petrino, Calvin Ridley, Jaden Graham, Deion Jones, Tajay Sharkord, Daryl is a running back, Chris Lindstrom, D'Angelo Hall, some dude names a Keys. We're the Atlanta Falcons. We're always flying and we keep on trying. We're the Atlanta Falcons. We keep blowing leads, but we try and fight it. Dirty Bird, bring it back. Roddy White and Alex Mack, Alford, Luke McCown, Super Bowl prostitutes, Justin Hardy, Matt Shaw, Atlanta Braves, baseball beat with an onside kick. Dirt Cutter's an idiot. Corey Peters, Richie Grant, Chris Chandler, Paul Warlow, Lee Smith, Jay Brown, Super Bowl's a no-go, Sanu Brooks, Reed, Mike Pinnell, Matt Hennessy, Dwight Freeney, Toy Lolo, don't score that ball, Todd Gurley. We're the Atlanta Falcons, we're always flying and we keep on trying. We're the Atlanta Falcons, we keep blowing leads and we try to fight it. Twenty one. Twenty one means like you're putting Jalen Hurts over him. I if if I go by what I see him do against my team, Jalen Hurts is a top fifteen quarterback. Fucking Yeah, but Jalen Hurts, you know, quiet, quiet as it's known, Jalen Hurts can't throw for shit. Like this is the thing that I point to people all the time. They're like, could Jalen Hurts Exactly. That people are like, could Jalen Hurts be a franchise quarterback? I'm like, is he going to learn to throw? Because like we see him run the ball a lot. He's a top 20 rusher in the NFL. He also had like the same completion percentage as Drew Locke in two seasons. I didn't know which Seahawk it was that was tweeting out like leave Drew Drew Locke alone. I wanted to reply with the leave Britney alone picture. (laughs) Well, this is the thing I was figuring out because in in a group chat I had, I know we're going to talk about Deshaun Watson eventually. We're getting to it. But um, in a group chat, we were figuring out where the hell can Jimmy Garoppolo go now? Like the only teams with quarterback openings are actively tanking. So where's Baker going? Seattle? Uh, I mean, both of them are in the same situation where they're Baker's probably going to be a backup, like not even capping. Baker's probably going to be a backup somewhere. That's that's stupid. That's some dumb ass shit. I mean, only because like Baker's not the 32nd worst quarterback, Adla- but Atlanta, but Atlanta just signed Marcus Mariota today. Oh, so I've been. Yeah, Marcus Mariota. At- Baker's better than Marcus Mariota. He is. What but for some reason doing here. Oh, because Arthur Smith was his offensive coordinator in Tennessee. And Arthur Smith is like, well, if we're going to tank, at least let me do a guy that I like. Yeah, okay. <laughs> phrasing, weird phrasing. <laughs> uh, but Baker's going to end up being a backup somewhere because uh, the, the, the teams that would want someone better than Baker are actively losing. So like the Texans, they could get Baker, but why would they want Baker? They, they're going to lose anyways. Might as well pay a quarterback a million dollars. The Eagles. You could get Baker, but why would you want Baker when it's not really an upgrade over Jalen Hurts? The Jets Baker's an upgrade over Jalen Hurts, I think. Maybe he is, but why would you do it maybe. if you're the Eagles? Well, because you made the playoffs. Yeah, but what? Like, would you pay Baker twenty five million? I think, that, that, was, that, was, I think that was like 
I think that was like just no. Some, the Saints. That, that, the Saints was, that was some wax bullshit. I don't know. No, the Saints think. should have been in that playoff spot instead of the Eagles. That was embarrassing. They should have just like given up their spot. But uh, the other one is Detroit. Why would Detroit bring Baker if they're going to lose anyways? Might as well just pay Jared Goff and not have because two they like quarterbacks. Bite kneecaps. Sure, I don't think Baker's I the think, I think, uh, yes, I bullshit. I think Baker and Man Campbell. I think that is a combination because Baker. I I rate Baker like I think he did himself a disservice by by playing through the pain. And I think playing through the pain is what Man Campbell would respect. Yeah, but they're just going to go. Like, t- they're gritty. I like it. I think Man Campbell. Yeah, but they're going to be together and go four and thirteen, and then they'll try and draft and- Baker's replacement. No, they're not. I think they're going to tied to each other forever. Man Campbell and Baker Mayfield. So here's the other one. The, the only one that actually is probably going to happen for one of them, but I think it's more likely for Jimmy is Carolina. Because Carolina sucks ass, but they're actively trying to win and sucking ass. So they are probably going to get either Baker or Jimmy G. And then the other one will be a backup somewhere like Teddy Bridgewater. It mm. Or Jimmy's just going to start in San Francisco because San Francisco is dumb as shit. Well, what is San Francisco? Like, what is San Francisco didn't do now? What do they get? Break play, play Trey Lance. Play right. Trey Lance. That's it's. They would have gone at the Super Bowl if they played Trey Lance last year. I don't you know don't that. Know that. You don't. I don't know bullshit. that. But there's seen, a non-zero chance that anything, that's the case. That's bullshit. You haven't seen anything from Trey Lance that says I am a Super Bowl quarterback. Have you have, heard him say I, he's better than Jimmy Garoppolo? <laughs> the odds are pretty good if they're giving up three first-round picks that he's better la, than Jimmy Garoppolo now. La, the picks don't mean shit. Picks don't mean. This show is presented by Athletic Greens. We've told you about Athletic Greens before. With one scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to get your body right. Athletic Greens is one scoop in a cup of water every day, and that's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D. That's 365 days worth of athletic greens. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. You can also use the link in the description to this episode. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. They valued him at the equivalent of Deshaun Watson. Ridiculous. They valued him equally to Deshaun Watson. Like that, that's they, and that's that's a ridiculous comparison. You just can no, no. Fine, no, that's fair enough. This. But the, the 49ers this. should be playing him. That's the point I'll make there. But, but exactly, if you're gonna if you're gonna pay that price tag, then say it with your chest. Put him out yes. there, you fucking idiots. They should have played Trey Lance since week cowards. three last year. Fucking cowards. Shanahan's a coward. Yes, Take your hat is, off but... and grow up. Yeah, that's right. You, you're just smiling after saying that. The people can't see that, but you like I'm did. Sick of this Shanahan offense bullshit. Okay, you're just doing this two gots thing right now. No, I'm so sick. I hate it. It drives me mad. You're doing this. You're doing whacking this. Whacking off over little... Shanahan drives me mad. It does. It makes me so angry. Like, I'm irrationally angry. Shut up. Jimmy's going to end up on the Patriots. Shanahan coaching Trey off. Oh. I can love that. Jimmy, Jimmy's going to be the backup on the Patriots. That's how this is going to end. Oh, Belichick would love that. (laughs) 
he gets Jimmy and Mac Jones. Fuck back off. I mean, this is the other part is like, so the other part is the Jets. They're not going to bring in competition for Zach Wilson. The Jaguars aren't going to bring in competition for for Lawrence. The Giants, actually, one of them will end up on the Giants probably, but the Giants, like, if you're going to play Baker behind Daniel Jones, Baker's going to be like, why am I here? What am I doing here? I'm going to go back up like a ready-made team to win. Like, I'm going to go to, I don't know, like the Rams. Like, if Stafford's ass gets hurt, then I can go in. But, like, why would he go to the Giants? Like, it's just, I mean, he doesn't control it, I guess. Like, Baker doesn't control where he goes next. But, like, Giants and Carolina and Seattle are like, we're going to suck, but we have no quarterback right now. So we might as well just get someone who's a base level good. This is dumb. This is just dumb. All of it is dumb. Because, like, so what? The Colts got Matt Ryan. Is that any different than Carson Wentz last year? Is that no. any different than Carson Wentz? No. Exactly. Right, I mean, it might a be la- a little... lateral. No, no, it's not. It's a lateral move. It's a slightly lateral move, but it's not enough to actually make them better than the eight teams in I, the I AFC. Think, I think it's lateral and backwards. The Colts are going to be the same place that the AFC South always is, which is fourth seed playing a wild card game on ESPN that they will lose. It'll be one year Brian Hoyer. The next year, it'll be Andrew Luck. The next year, it'll be Ryan Tannehill. The year after that, it'll be Brock Osweiler. But they're always going to be the fourth seed. They're always going to get bounced in the first playoff game. And it's going to be nobody caring, and they're going to lose, just like the Titans did last year against the Bengals. Rinse and repeat. Right. You yep, always do just, what you've always done. You'll always get what you've always got. They, they've done it three times now. Like, what is the difference between Philip Rivers, Carson Wentz, and Matt Ryan? Like, it's just wah, all getting paid $26 million a year. At least they did do Jacoby Brissett one year. At least one year they tried with Jacoby Brissett. Which brings us to the Cleveland Browns, who now have Jacoby Brissett. Oh, Cleveland. I didn't expect better from you, but <laughs> I mean, so let's let's throw out this uh, here. Yeah, so. what I did what I did respect was being written out of the competition, getting back in and getting him. Yeah, it only took guaranteeing him a fully guaranteed two hundred and fifty yeah, three million dollars. If you're gonna contract. go, like if you if you're going to put your morals aside, which all of these teams have at one point like to try and get him because it's let's be honest it's not just Carolina Atlanta New Orleans and Cleveland that were in the race here like before there was those teams there were other teams Miami tried the Eagles tried yeah exactly right the laundry Colts tried and the Texans declined everybody without a quarterback would would have done that Mm -hmm. and only Pittsburgh who now fucking finally developed a backbone give me a break Sorry, you can't tell me that you had that quarterback for this many years and now all of a sudden you're the fucking on, on your moral high horse. Spare me. Anyway. Um, Pittsburgh does it better than everyone else, but Pittsburgh also isn't clean. Like they've got their own skeletons. It's just Pittsburgh stands on their morals more than other teams do. No, no. You had that man at quarterback for how many years? You don't, you, no, you don't yeah. have the moral high ground at all. But unfortunately, but, in but the I, modern I, I, NFL, they're the best we can do, which sucks. But they don't blink. 
<laughs> they, do, exactly. they don't blink. That's all. They don't blink and they hire black people. And that's a yeah. low bar to hit in morality. And then they do it. <laughs> and then they get black people to hire more black people. Yeah, like their their bar. Think about that. The bar the bar of morality in the NFL is we hire black people. We are the and most moral get, of all the organizations. Yeah. And then we make a rule so that black people can get an interview. That is the highest moral bar we have in the NFL is they will hire black people. That's the highest moral bar that exists in the NFL. In a sport where most of the players are black. (laughs) Yeah. It's the, uh, I hate that they're the allies. I hate that Pittsburgh is the allies in this, but you are correct. They, they are the allies. Anyway, uh, well, in this situation, I think that they're just, they're frauds. And then they Sorry, went, them and no. the Texans, who also just hire all black coaches and fire them after one year, which is not, this is not yeah, it's progress. Like a sushi train of black coaches. <laughs> They've done it they three in three years. They did Romeo Cornell after Bill O'Brien got fired. They did Cully. Now they're doing Lovey Smith. They're going to fire Lovey Smith and they're going to hire Josh McCown. It's just, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable how that's going to yeah. work out. Anyway, whatever. So all these teams, like... If if you if you're giving up your your morals and you say this is what we want to do, then kudos to the Cleveland Browns for making it happen, for being told no and just see just like Deshaun himself, they were told no, they didn't they didn't take no for an answer. Come back again, and oh that and they did they they made their pitch, they outsmarted the other idiot teams. Which, oh, you mean the NFC South teams? You mean all yeah, of the, the NFC, NFC South, South yeah, idiots? Yeah. Which, which I think that hurts me more than anything. Like, if there's one thing we're good at, it's fudging the numbers and making the numbers work. So disappointed that we just didn't get that win. I found myself really conflicted last week because I, I love the Saints. I like. I didn't want to not have a team anymore but I, I would not have supported them um, if he was the quarterback. But I hated the fact that I thought he was going to go to Atlanta, like despised it. But I would have, been, I would have taken him in Atlanta over him with us because at least – but I still think the, the intent is so bad. Well, of course. Like the thing I said it, about it, it, it is – We were just un- we were just unlucky. Like we still wanted it. That's mm-hmm. so shit. Yeah, our owner's a woman. <laughs> fuck, the fuck are we doing here? A woman who also may or may not have helped cover up sex crimes. Within she the totally church. did. Yeah, but I have to say that for journalistic credibility, may or may not have covered allegedly. up sex crimes. Yes, allegedly. exactly. This is Benson, allegedly a bitch. <laughs> I think you can say that without journalistic credibility. I think you can call someone a a b word. I don't know when it's derogatory and when it's not, so I try and play it safe. But that's all good. She's a bad yeah. Bitch. She's a bitch. Yeah, but the, the part I said about it is if I were put if I were morally flexible, I was willing to put all my morals and ethics aside in a form of complete and utter male privilege in an industry that enables me to do Must so nice. at every turn. Must be nice if, to have that privilege. See, it's a choice for you because you're a man. It's a yeah, choice. I'm aware. Whereas I don't I don't have that choice because I would get, oh, you're a Saints fan and you're a woman. Like, I don't, I don't always agree with Jessica Smetana. She's not my favorite person in the world. But why are we holding her accountable for being a supporter of a team? Because when you no don't one else, want... No one else is. None, well, none because, of the other men yeah. were. 
when you don't want to think about morals and ethics and you just want to blame women and hate women. But when you don't think about morals and ethics, the easiest way to point out is call everyone a hypocrite. We get into this position. We're the majority of the fucking population. Why are we second class? So, so this is, well, I mean, we can go back all the way to the 1600s. How do we let this happen? Fuck. Uh, I don't know. I hate, these, I hate those bitches. Lazy slags. <laughs> Why are you why are you victim blaming in the 1600s women who let society be male? Um, a, a because they let the minority they let the minority take over. Yeah, the, well, so Eve. <laughs> yeah, I think that story. See, I don't know for sure, but I think the Adam and Eve story was probably written by a man. Like, oh, look at these goddamn <laughs> women deceiving the man. <laughs> It's just anyways. So back to the, back to the point about that. Like if you want to win an argument, just pointing out someone's hypocrisies and saying you are a hypocrite will always win because in a capitalistic society, it's impossible to not be a hypocrite. It's nobody's fault. Look at, look at your shoes. Look at your shoes. Where's your, where's your clothes made? Yeah. You've got all these morals and all these ethics, whatever. Just it's impossible. We just got to do the best. You have been pictured wearing a Ben Roethlisberger jersey. Don't tell me you're not a supporter of him. Your own Instagram has photos of you wearing a Roethlisberger jersey. So get off the moral high ground. This is a different part as well, because the the part that I would point to also is, I think um, we mentioned Witty earlier, Penis Man. Penis Man made a great point earlier. Not not Deshaun Watson Penis Man, the other Penis Man. The, The Penis Man from the Levitard show made a great point a while back, which was, after the Me Too movement, we kind of all looked at it like from this point going forward, we now understand better as a society that women are being preyed upon in the workplace we actually care about women's feelings a little bit more we're going to try no we don't oh we don't we just want to be seen too and after the me too movement it was he pointed out like from this point forward we can't go back and change the past but from this point forward we can try and address the situations a little bit better and the thing i point to all the time is kobe bryant which was kobe bryant died and was universally beloved and mourned the way John Lennon was mourned 40 years ago. And Lakers fans shut down like the city for three weeks while they processed their emotions around a favorite son of the city. And Jeff Perlman's book articulated pretty clearly, like if public pressure in 2004 hadn't forced that poor woman to pull her lawsuit right before the verdict was announced, Kobe Bryant was going to go to jail for rape. They had overwhelming evidence that Kobe Ryan was going to go to jail for rape. And we decided that he was going to be exonerated and he was going to be universally beloved person, even though he never had to answer for anything. And the fact that we haven't done that for Deshaun Watson is at least a monicum of progress. And yet still not enough there. Like I've listened to a lot of all of your podcasts last few weeks on this issue. I, I don't, I know that that you like, to compare them, but Deshaun Watson didn't rape anyone, mm-hmm. and they, they are very different things. Very different things. Um, I'm I'm not here to go twenty two sexual misconducts, one rape, that kind of thing. I'm not. Everyone's going to answer that, differently, nothing, and it's an no, unfair no, no, to nothing, ask. Neither of these things are that. comparable. Mm-hmm. It, it's just famous sports star gets away with a crime and. And it's just like I, I don't know, I'm foreign. I obviously, I didn't know this that that happened with Kobe. Mm-hmm. Didn't know until I was well 
just before, like a couple of years before he died, like from mm-hmm. listening to the Dan Limitard show. Did not know that this was the thing. Um, and so that was like, oh, hang on a minute, that doesn't that doesn't compute from what I from the person who I thought I was seeing. Because like I I saw the dad, the competitor, the dad, the competitor, the dad. That's all, and. It, it made me feel very uncomfortable, obviously. But, like, I went to watch Kobe play because I wanted to go and watch Kobe play. Had I known that before, probably wouldn't have gone to watch Kobe play because I hold myself to a higher standard than the rest of the majority of people do because I think we should. <laughs> I, I just I think that why are we not supporting victims? Like you can't look at 22 people and go, no, they're all lying. Like, yeah, it's like, not like it's so clear. This person is not innocent. And, and just to gloss over that and think that they are still like, not, not just to be like forgotten about, but rewarded in this situation with more money than everyone anyone's ever been given. Like it's like there's just no justice in this. Like I am like everyone's life matters, right? Everyone's life does matter. But as a woman, to see you don't matter. Like the majority, like men don't care about you. You are to be used and and tossed aside and then blamed for that and this happens to us all the time and it is just demoralizing to try and be a strong woman who doesn't take that shit but then you're the bitch or then you're difficult you're not courageous or brave it's like you're confrontational and like I have to dull myself down so I'm not too abrupt or I'm not too loud for everyone else. Like we have to fit into this mold that society has for us and we can't just be ourselves. But you can be a sexual predator and be rewarded with $250 million. And these women's experience just doesn't matter. And all we think about is his trade value and not the value of those women's lives. And that's just disgusting. And we've got to be better than this, surely. Like, there's got to come, like, the way this has been covered by NFL media is just abhorrent. Like, ugh, it's so upsetting. And, and I like, I'm a massive Mina Kimes fan. And I've loved the work that Jenny Rentis has been doing and, like, fa- thankless work that she does. Um, and, like, Mina is an NFL analyst. Like, her job is to analyze it. Like, she's not, a, she's not a reporter. She's not. She's an NFL analyst now. She doesn't have to be the voice of women and, for no, 300 like, mil or 30 million men. No, it's, it's, it's not. It's, that's not what her role is. But to hear her be so conflicted in her podcast last week, like, it really hurt me. Because, like, it, she shouldn't have to, like, say, like, have Jenny Randas on and then say, okay, well, like, if it's okay with everyone else, like, next week I'm going to have to talk about, like, the actual trait. 
Like, fuck you. Like, she's she's not accountable. She can have whichever conversation she wants. Fucking Schefter's not fucking, he, he's not held to that account. He can just treat it like, like the way he reported it last week was disgusting. Like, if he hasn't shown you in the last 12 months what kind of a person Adam Schefter is, then fucking take your glasses off. That guy's a worm. Like, just the level of accountability there is for females in sports media and for men is... Especially as corporate partners of the NFL, because the NFL is telling you, you will not talk about this in a serious manner. You will not talk about the victims. You will not talk about this legal case. You will only talk about Deshaun Watson's trade value. And that disseminates on down because the thing I talked about is a lot of casual NFL fans, some of whom are more susceptible to propaganda just because of American and global systems of power and education levels and and things of those sorts. Dumb. Yeah. Dumb would be the way I wouldn't say it because I don't like name calling, but you are correct to a certain extent. And if you're a casual football football fan, you check out NFL propaganda as your main form of information because you just don't care that much about football. And that's totally understandable. It just means that you're going to sound like you don't know what you're talking about. And people don't like to be told that they don't know what they're talking about, especially men don't like to be told that they don't know what they're talking about. But all you need to to know is the surface level things. And so that's all you need to get from, and you can get that by turning your TV on. ESPN and seeing Adam level, Schefter. And that's all. All you need to know is like this the scroll across the bottom. That's all you need to know. You don't need to look any harder than that. Because at the water cooler, all you, you need to have an opinion, but it doesn't need to be nuanced. It doesn't need to be well thought out. You just need to know about it. Like enough to hold a conversation, which is my absolute only skill in life. Know a little about a lot. And then you can fake your way through the rest. But to have the propaganda machine feed you only their rhetoric is it's a dangerous game. Like, cause. Like and it leads just, to bigotry and it, hatred, it, it, especially when people yeah. already hate women in the first place, because who are you woman to tell me that I'm wrong? A man, because we already, why are hate you speaking? You why are you talking about, why are you here? Why are you ruining sports for men? Like, And it all comes down to this, like as much as society has changed at its core, like people will deflect to the tendencies that they know in the first place. And the tendencies that people are brought up on is, hey, if you're a man, you can do all these things and you will be enabled and protected by the system. And if you're a rich and powerful man, oh, forget it. You can do whatever you want. And in the case of Deshaun Watson, he got to do whatever he wanted. And... It's just, it's so disappointing. It's so disappointing yeah. to see that, like, Me Too and all, like, all this bullshit, like, that it's just all posturing because we don't matter. And we've just shown over and over again that we don't matter. Well, you matter as long as you're not messing with rich and pe- as long as you're not messing with the system. As you work within the system, then you're accepted. We'll put Mina Kimes on television, but as soon as she starts thinking, acting, and talking oh, like no, a, edu- a Yale educated woman who is really smart about these issues, oh, forget no, it. You no, can't she's, fuck no, she's allowed the to system. do that. She's allowed to talk X's and O's. 
because Mina doesn't cop what Sarah cops. Mina doesn't get that because Mina will give you her opinion, but it's gentle. She won't, she, she's not forceful. Whereas Sarah is intimidating because Sarah has like that, that kind of personality, that aura about it. Sarah's taller than these men. She's more athletic than these men. She's smarter than these men. She's funnier than these men. And they fucking hate her. And I, th- I just like. And so the comeback <laughs> is, why don't you smile more? And yeah, all why don't of you sudden- smile more? Like, why, why, why'd you pit wear it? Why wearing that shirt? And like. Exactly. It's just, because. Um, at like, its dumb, and, at its then dumbest. Then I think they set her up there. for it. Like they set her up for these things. Like, did she choose to write that article that she had to write last week? And, or, like, I just think you're setting her up to fail. Like, she's just going to get attacked for these things, and you, yeah. you're constantly like wheeling her out in these situations. It's the opinions of men to a point where it's like you can be smarter, funnier, more successful than anything I have done. And at the same time, you are still less than me because you are a woman. And I will always be able to hold that over you. The same thing works with racism. The same thing works with homophobia. The same thing works with anti-religion. I I don't know what the term is for that, but being anti-religion, all of it works the same way there. And it is, you may be greater than me in all these respects, but I still have this over you. And the problem is that shouldn't matter but systems have been set thing. up to like, protect people in that way. Yeah, because those slags in the 1600s, these are the, they're their fault. Mm-hmm. And systems are still set up to be like, yes, this is true. And we are going to value your opinion more. I think Bomani was talking about that on his show, which was we value the opinions of uneducated and uninformed white people too much. Mm. And that is at the heart of the issue. Because if we told them to piss off, when they were doing this, then there would be a whole lot of pushback against the power structures and systems because bef- for people who don't know, there's a lot of uneducated white people in major positions of power. This is kind of how the country gets run. And yeah, they've there been was a reality TV it. host, reality, reality TV host that was the president of your country. Yeah. Yeah, we're not exactly proud of that. But also every single, as Jim Brockmire pointed out, every owner of an NFL team just happened to be born before their other bastardized children. And they get to be the eldest son. And so they get to run a football team. Yeah, or they outlive their asshole husbands. Ex- like your like your owner, Gail Benson, who, Bitch. you know, there's I'll there are there is some year difference in that one that I think is uh, people should start looking at a little deeper. There is there is some age gap between uh, her former deceased husband who they married in their 60s and 70s and her who I believe was in her mid 40s at the time of their marriage. Yeah. Smart. She got yeah. brains. She might be a bitch, but she got brains. She knows how to play the system, she knows, which she knows if when you're to level a woman up. is just marry she knows a when to level man. up. <laughs> yeah. Because that's it's... all we're good for, guys. Ha ha ha. In the kitchen. Why and marrying a successful man, therefore you can get power like Jeff Bezos's wife. And everyone yeah. will say that, look how successful she is. She did it the right way. She played the system correctly. And now she's the richest woman in the world. And I'm like, ah, why do we have to be like this? Yeah. This is why I'm unmarried. <laughs> I wouldn't I well 
the the opti- the perpetual optimist in me will come in and say loving relationships can help resolve a lot of the issues in the world because if you have someone else to build off of you but i this might not be the podcast I, for that you know what i'm i'm fine i i'm i'm quite good i'm i'm, I'm on good terms with life yeah. i'm everything's good i don't i don't need to tie myself to another human to say i'm valuable doesn't yeah I guess that's a fair point to a certain extent. That is because, like, the whole. I was listening to a podcast yesterday, and they're talking about like marriage traditions and stuff. And the, whole, the more I thought about it, I was like, "This is all very gross." Like the reasons behind these traditions, I was like, "You know what? Nah, that's just a bit outdated now, isn't it?" Well, we'd like to tear down these institutions, right? The way to tear it down and build it back up. I said this after the January 6th uh, thing at the Capitol is like, look, the only way you're going to fix this is either you knock the whole building to the ground and build it back up, or you work really, really hard to keep the frame of the building intact while changing everything around the building. So you're probably not going to see real structural change unless you tear the whole building to the ground, which, you know probably not going to happen. And that's how systems perpetuate across generations. But the good news is if everyone dies, then you get a chance to rebuild systems because systems altogether are just accumulations of people. So if everyone dies, and, then you and can I, 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 do, I do believe that, that we are building better humans. Mm-hmm. We are educating better people. And you can see that in, in small ways, but they, they just breed so much, these dumb fucks. Yeah, and it's really hard to push back against systems because they they were set up hundreds of years ago. They yeah. can't happen in a generation. You can only just Rome wasn't built in an apple. Yeah, like it's really, really hard. This is the thing with Deshaun Watson and the like moral arbiting stuff. Like I said, I felt bad for Cleveland fans, but I even feel bad for like Saints fans because similar to a victim in this situation, you did not ask for any of this. And that's why it is. Super yeah. That's why you that's protect right. victims is because victims did not ask for any of this. And this is all an incredibly difficult situation being brought upon them. And like you said, we want more victims to come like, forward and time, create accountability. Like, being a sports fan isn't hard. Even though I was told that today by Jessica Spatana, being a sports fan is hard. No, it's not. Being a victim of sexual assault is hard. Like, all right, let's just, let's, it's not that hard to be a sports fan. I think I understood what Jessica meant there. I think to the point but where it's but like, but she, he ain't gone, but she's a hypocrite. Being a moral sports fan is hard, but yeah, of course, like you can being call moral, anything is hard. Exactly. Like, it's, it's hard to be moral in the workplace. It's hard to stand up for what's right in the workplace or at school or on the street. Like it's, being it's a good person a is hard. Of- and that's why people aren't. It's why a lot of dumb people attract to sports or people who are morally flexible attract to sports in the stock market is because it's all numbers. It's all fair, equal, good old fashioned competition. And therefore, there are no morals. There are no ethics. There is only competition. But we've just created lots of men. Yes. And lots of men, but not the women, because if we're going to make the no, because if the only way they're allowed to play is is they put the lingerie on. Or they make significantly less than men. You can only make 10% of what the men are making, like in the WNBA or in women's soccer. No, only Becky if you, Hammond, you can't be a coach. Yes, you can't actually impact the structures and systems, only operate on the periphery. So you can exist, but we just don't have to care about you. You do get a senior job. Ha ha ha, it's in the WNBA. We told you you couldn't be a coach here. 
By the way, this is the same way segregation worked, which is as long as you're doing stuff out of my sight, you can have whatever you want. Not in my backyard. <laughs> exactly. Women, go make your own league. Yeah, we'll pay you a little bit of money. And every now and then we'll give you a Sabrina UNESCO signed jersey for $200. But other than that, you have to go do this job somewhere else and not care, not come into our arena, not, not actually, but we're also going to tell you, we care about diversity. We care about morals and ethics and you will buy the propaganda. We might even paint it in the end zone. We might paint it in the end zone and we're going to have breast cancer awareness and everyone wear pink and we care about women. We're going to stand on the principles. Unless one of our players is punching a pregnant woman yeah, life but we're going to stand death. on the three things everyone can agree on. Cancer is bad. Racism is bad. And military is good. <laughs> and even the third one, we don't exactly agree on. Thank you for our thank you for your service is something we can all agree on. <laughs> the pillars of society. Yes, right. we hate cancer. And thank you for your service. <laughs> and <laughs> racism Fuck is cancer. Bad. And thank you for your service. Literally. <laughs> Yes, and we're going to paint end racism over an end zone in the Super Bowl that says Chiefs. Maybe that was just the end of the racism. Like, that's the end of the racist surround. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> the end of racism. And then <laughs> over the goal line is where the racism begins. <laughs> no, it's on, not on the field, too. <laughs> the Chiefs are there. Oh, my God. Yeah, I need, I need to figure out a name. So if I, I live in racist it- countries. <laughs> We do live in racist countries. Both of us, we do live in racist countries. Uh, if so, I so for three years I've been calling the Washington racial slurs the Washington racial slurs because after Dan That's called original. them the Washington, yourself? no, after Dan called them the Washington racial slurs, I started calling them the Washington racial slurs because I'm like, that's a really good way to do that. What's a way we can shame the Cleveland frowns? Because I'm thinking Cleveland clowns, but clown is also another like word clowns. for bitch, and I don't nothing like scary, using that. nothing scarier than a clown. And the brands, yeah. Scary. Cleveland frowns. I just, I don't think, I don't think you need to. Like, I've heard you deliberate over this. Cleveland frowns. I, I, I think you need to. Like, Cleveland, they're brown. Like, they're shit. Like, they're, they, they're Cleveland. Like, they already I just want some way that we don't forget you don't this. Like, they're, when, they're, 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 no one's forgetting this. When the inevitable cycle of sports continue, how oh, can we then again, it was sure? a woman. They, they, then again, it was against women. So we do forget these things. Yeah, that's the thing. How can we not forget? Well, it's the same thing with Washington, right? Washington was racism and against women. And we just forgot all of it. And top five highest selling jerseys on Fanatics are you, Washington you hate Commanders that so much, jerseys. don't you? you really I hate, hate it that. so much because like you, that was just a point where I'm like, oh, that's so disappointing. But, but what if what if let me freak out from another angle? What if there were supporters who didn't who didn't want the Redskins, who, who didn't want that anymore? So they they wanted to get behind a new Washington, a Washington that didn't have that attachment. So I think like you're conflating two issues here. So there's the Washington that um hates the women who work there and whose owner is a scumbag, and then there's the Washington who <laughs> hates. <laughs> the native people of the land. So <laughs> like a lot of hate going on. So maybe like I'm just trying to look at it from a positive perspective. Maybe these are people who want who want to see that change, who want to move forward. And and maybe this is a good thing that, that we're not gonna have to see this redskins attire anymore. I guess I think the thing that's difficult there is like it's not that I'm calling accountability but, uh, to but, the fans. But, but, yeah, it's, I know, but, but at the same time, we're still rewarding yeah. that asshole. But that's rewarding Dan Snyder, which it. is 
which is why I still call them the racial slurs is I want people to remember that Dan Snyder didn't decide one day we're going to now stop being racist. Yeah. We he wanted to die on that hill. So let's let him die somewhere else. Exactly. Okay. Sell the team and I will start yeah, so calling them by Bezos. their actual names. Just give the team to Bezos. Why can't Mackenzie Bezos just like power move by it? Because no amount of money will get Dan Snyder. Well, that's not true, but it seems like right now no amount of money will get Dan Snyder to sell, which is terrible. I also saw like the, the richest people in the world. Donald Sterling is still like in the top 300, which is kind of freaky, but it's really just an impossible situation to go through because you are you are Washington and there's just I Bomani pointed out on the the show he did with Bob Costas is like why don't we just disband the franchise and like that would be a great idea if Dan Snyder wasn't going to air out all the dirty laundry of all the NFL owners like he's like if I'm going to go out I'm going to go out guns blazing and just take out all of you assholes with me like yeah but like surely Gruden has something on someone oh he does but he's going to get paid to not say he's, he's, le- he's leveraging it. Yeah. For the money. Yes. He's leveraging it for money, which is unfortunate. The fact that, that guy's the only person to go down out of this is fucking laughable. My favorite joke was that when Jonathan Allen and Duran Payne punched each other on the sidelines, that the NFL was going to respond by leaking 5,000 more John Gruden emails, because that's how they're going to deflect from this entire situation. And again, these are all the power systems protecting the powerful people, and that won't change. It, that it, was, it was nice, though, to see a white man go down for it, though. At <laughs> least that's progress, usually the, right? Sca- usually the scapegoat's black. black. That was what Bomani Jones was arguing, is like maybe this is a really messed up form of racial progress, is that Deshaun Watson got everything he wanted out of that situation, and he didn't even have to be a white quarterback to make it happen. And boy, is that yeah, but, he, a, but he did he did have to be a buttoned up like yeah he, he's he's not he's not like he's not what, he's not what, he's not what uh, like what what Miami thought Mike Tomlin was yeah it's not um what it God what was it Jalen Rose like, in he's, the, he's like that that except it, like, like he wasn't just, a, he's not the, an disgusting Uncle Tom. white people have have that kind of like acceptable level of black. Like yeah. the, the level of black where <laughs> they're not made uncomfortable by. On a scale and, of and one to Mike Tirico, he was probably so this, this is the, like the level of black that would wear a polo shirt. And and if you like with the collar nicely done and buttoned and whatever, but that, that there's a yeah. level of black that's acceptable. Like the OJ level of black mm-hmm. is acceptable. Like, but don't wear a chain. Like <laughs> Don't, don't wear your hat backwards. Don't wear a chain. Um, like just don't don't intimidate. Don't talk us. funny. Don't yeah, talk don't, funny. No, also, and 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 like don't don't be don't be cooler than me. Like you can be ner- if you're nerdy and black, you're okay. Like we'll accept you, Russell, nerdy and black. But also, cool. Russell talks about not having sex with his wife. <laughs> That's going to be a who is hot as fuck. So you're like. Eh. But this is the same thing with women, right? Like this is the same argument we were having before, which is you can be smarter, you can be funnier, you can have better takes and better personality and be empathetic, which a lot of men struggle with. I'm not saying all men struggle with it, but you can be, I like to think I'm a shining example of empathetic men, but you could be someone who is any of those things and only at a certain acceptable level will get by. Like it's, it's unfortunate that 
you have to be accepted by only the power structure, which protects overwhelmingly white, straight men with moderately Catholic Christian backgrounds. And it sucks, right? Like it, you, you try and buck up against the system and the system will crush you. And it crushes everyone who tries to push back against the system and anyone else who's afraid to. It's basically like, we're going to just destroy Colin Kaepernick's career and be like, anyone else want a piece of us? Anyone want a piece of us after this? We're going to just, unless you're going to withhold, again, this is a corporation and not necessarily a government, but governments kind of do the same thing also. So they they, they just branded differently. Yeah. Governments protect the same power structures. It's just, you know, I was getting into like, because with a corporation, you can use the almighty dollar as a way to create accountability. You can't necessarily do that with a government. The government, you can do it with the vote, but if your vote doesn't matter, then there's not much you can do to change it. They're all corrupt. Yeah, I know. It sucks, right? This is where I'll throw it to you. Doesn't it suck to always have to be the bigger person? It's draining. Mm-hmm. Because I be love being petty. <laughs> yeah, and being petty gets rewarded if you're not a woman. Petty's fun. Yeah, I know. It's fun to tell people to piss off and think that they don't have emotions and feelings, but that would be. But, but also, like at the same time, if you like, you already hate because you're a woman, so you must not be a bitch. Like, everyone already you hates could, you anyway. <laughs> you could sink into it and just be bitter for your entire I, I, like, life. Yeah. I'd, that, that's I think I'm getting there. Bit of <laughs> you're not at the age yet where you're ready to just give up. Nah, because because I like the fight too much. It's worth can it. I, you're I, just advancing the it. cause. I believe in the cause. Exactly. As much as it sucks, we can at least find progress. Like Deshaun Watson probably won't be held up on a pedestal the same way Big Ben was, and I think the Me Too movement and the 22 cases has a lot to do with that. Bigger persons, higher. Yeah. People. Yeah, I know, but at least it's a monicum of progress, right? Which is, you know, this is the thing Dan was yelling is that Josh McCown with no coaching experience, getting a job over a black assistant cannot be enough progress saying that 22 cases of sexual harassment and possible sexual assault. I know cases were thrown out there, but possible sexual assault is not enough progress to say that is bad. Can't be enough progress. Uh, This man didn't rape women. But he deliberately wanted to make them uncomfortable in his presence. Like, that's really, like, these things are really creepy, gross. Mm-hmm. Like, yuck. yuck. Like, morally, we all know it's wrong and it's predatory. But at the same time, if you don't evaluate your morals and ethics, and it's much easier to just go with what the, the majority says... That's how propaganda works because propagandists can convince the majority of what they think. And all of a sudden you look up one day and Donald Trump's your president. And one day you look up and Adam Schefter's tweeting really, really insensitive shit about Deshaun Watson's victims. Oh my God. That tweet that I, that sent me right as weird as that comparison sent that is, they right work the same the way. Oh my God. Just like that, that lack of, Oh, it was so, so bad. Oh, maybe it's it, it, like that whole thing makes me angry. But to, One to, of the- see, to see it glossed over like that by like the biggest newsbreaker in this yeah. sport and a guy that just has so much power by like the platform he has and the voice he has 
and to just like dull it down to what he oh fuck would you like one sort of good accountability part of this out of all of this is that the thing that i've said forever and i think deshaun watson kind of moved this for me in the first place is once you see it you can't unsee it and that is that the the gross bare naked greed of the nfl and all of the moral and ethical compromises of sports and how all of this stuff is really really dumb like all of the all of the sports concept is really really dumb and the thing i say is once you see it you can't unsee it i think this case for a lot of people made them see it and now they can't unsee it. Like, I know I'm talking to one person who came on the podcast. He's like, just the bare naked greed. I just can't believe how this is the case. I'm like, it's always been the case, but at least you now see it. I think at least moving the torch forward a little bit, the Deshaun Watson case, which I've called like this, one of the sports stories of a generation, like we had a global pandemic and we had some other stuff in there, but like a sports story of a generation is at least going to make it more obvious for more people. Not enough people to make real change, but it's getting closer. More people are recognizing the moral and ethical decisions that have to be made from sports. They're not, they're looking past the propaganda. At least like, more people are getting there. Like you talk about how like they build these structures to protect, like to insulate themselves from and keep them in control, like kudos to the NFL because you've like, this is how you got to be the one thing that is impenetrable. Like, yeah, yeah, everything else suffers and you never do. And this is why. Baseball tries, but damn it. You don't just control the product. You control the news cycle. You control the media surrounding the product. So you like you've you've got the whole system gained like if you were a country you could just impose authoritarian rule if you wanted to if you this is how by the way this is a microcosm for how authoritarian rule takes place is that you control all the power you control all the media and you control all the resources and then you can do whatever oh then you create enough chaos and confusion that you can do whatever you want because if there's no symbol of authority the only authority at the top is roger goodell and, then, and but, but he but he's not he's not in charge of nothing. So then that he is a puppet at the front. So he, they put him there, and then he's going to like he gives out the most <laughs> harsh punishments anyone ever has. And then he's like this many games, and then the, <laughs> the players union like no, no, yeah. no, not that many games, not six, four. Let me. Like, <laughs> who's in charge here? Let me point to that point there, right, real quick. Like if. The if Goodell is a shadow puppet for the people pulling the strings behind him, what do you think a president is? If there are people creating a measure of accountability that's like, you can't do that, but how about this nice little compromise? What do you think the Senate is? That is literally how you create powers and systems across countries. And if you're an authoritarian regime and you control all of the media and you control all of the new of the news cycle, you can create authoritarian regimes and the bigoted people who just listen to propaganda will do anything you say and give you all of your dollars because you make them feel good on Sundays. Wake up, sheeple. Wake up, all you sheeple. Educate oh. yourselves. Like Aaron Rodgers said, read a book. Read a book. We've never we've never had more access to like information's never been more accessible and we're dumber than ever. 
Like, and the, the dumbest part about all of it is just listen to people. Just listen to people and believe what they're saying. Like, listen to just anyone. Listen to a woman telling you about heart. their experience. Just because you know, because you know what, being a victim and coming out is not ideal. Like, I don't think there's a hell of a lot actually in it for Ashley Solis. I don't think having the only person whose name that people will probably remember is really beneficial to her. Because you know what would be beneficial to her? Having her life back, having anonymity. If she had not gone public, had her name put out there, put her name to these words and fought for this, you know what she'd have? Peace and fucking quiet. And you know what I was articulating to someone about the other day on a podcast is, yes, Deshaun Watson is going to lose millions of dollars. And yes, Deshaun Watson may never be able to escape this. And neither will Ashley Solis. But she didn't ask for any of this. And she doesn't have the resources and power to make this go away. No. Like, have you ever thought about what the Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky situation did for Monica Lewinsky? Like, she wasn't the person in power there. It ruined her life. Mm-hmm. Forever. Like, what? what At least until this? she could come to terms with it, right? She will uh, never, until, ever yeah, be known no, for and, anything until, else. Until she realized that she could be a bad bitch on Twitter. But this is the thing with Ashley Solis, right? It's going to take years and years to come to terms with this. And yeah, it's going to take 20 years of therapy else. before she can actually, like, find herself in a comfortable position with what what she went through all i can hope is that and by then that man will have earned 230 million dollars oh more than that i mean that's only this contract yeah exactly and and she will be battling her through life having people go oh what was that what was your surname oh that's you i just hope so desperately that and this is, again, a sm- I've learned over the year or so that this is a small thing that matters in these cases. I hope that finding 22 or 23 people who also went through the same thing make her feel less alone and that maybe there's a sense of community in this pain that will make the burden a little bit less so, um, especially because, again, Ashley took the brunt of the hit so that we don't really know the names of the other 22 people. And... That is courageous on her part to do. And I hope that finding that community will be something that helps carry her through this and helps carry right, the I other think, victims think, through this. Yeah, that's, I, I think you find that in a lot of, when, when there are multiple victims of a crime, like you found that in the, the NASA case with those, mm-hmm. with those amazing young girls. Like, if your wife was a massage therapist, would you let her go in and massage Sean Watson? No. You wouldn't. So why are you accepting this behavior? Would you want your daughter to go and do that? No, you wouldn't. Also read Jenny Vrentus's story for people who have it. I've mentioned it like seven times on this podcast or more, but like this is a really. Jenny Vrentus like doing the work of. And even still, like you can hear stories of pain and be like, I thought I was alone. I thought I did something wrong. Go and read about Mary. Go and read about Mary. And Mary's not even one of the people who is suing this man. Yeah, that's the other part is 23 plus, which again. Jenny Vrentas is finding these fucking people. She's out there like doing actual. This is what journalism is. Jenny Vrentas is going out and contacting 
all like massage therapists in Houston because she's actually investigating. This is what, hi, Cleveland. This is what an investigation is. It's where you talk to all the parties involved in an incident. That's an investigation. Talking to Deshaun Watson about Deshaun Watson is not an investigation. But at least we've gotten smarter about not believing the propaganda statements anymore. Like some people still do. I know people are citing like Cleveland did a thorough investigation, but those people like it's going to take more time. It's going to take heartfelt message from the owners because they they put their first names on it. They didn't just sign it. Cleveland Browns. It's going to take more time. It's going to take more time for those people, which I don't know what's the one thing that's going to make it click, if not the sports story of a generation. You can see it. You can all see it now. It's right here, clearly, like as clear as day in front of you. I think it's going to be people close to them creating accountability measures, because like when it came to the Penn State stuff, which was also a sports story of a generation or the Larry Nassar stuff or Ben Roethlisberger or the Me Too cases of powerful people like even that didn't do it for people. So it's just going to be some new case creating accountability measures that will change people. Because if you create accountability, people will be less inclined to do these behaviors. It's the same thing. Until this affects somebody in your life or until this touches you or you you get a sense of this close to you, you you can't fathom. Like some people just can't, like they don't have that empathy. Or, until, or they don't yeah, care enough. Say, they don't care enough to hear. That's what I was going to say. Until you, know you just what? care. I've got my own problems. Like, yeah, we've all got problems. But and and some people think like there's only a certain amount of things that you can care about. But women being sexually assaulted, and the rate that we are sexually assaulted, and our the way that society sees us, and what it accepts from us, and what it expects from us. It's got to change. Like, nobody gives a fuck what you wear. Nobody cares what you wear. But a woman? I've seen it. I've seen it start to change. And I think that that's something that makes me feel good is like being in a community of people who are 18, 19, 20. I've seen them try and process complicated situations. Not everyone, but I've seen some people try and process situations. There's a will to do it. And that's that's what's important. There's a want and a will to be better. And, and so unfortunately, we're going to breed these fuckers out. <laughs> unfortunately, those people will also probably be excluded from positions of power, unfortunately, but maybe That's some okay, will slip through the we're just going to create our own power structures. And, exactly. and those things are starting. And the belief in people's ability, like these these young people, they, they, they believe in themselves. Like, changes, I like to at change, least. Change is coming. I, I, mine's just fake. But, I like to, but you have I mean, to. We just you have to wear because you have to wear a mask. Because if you want to, if you want to be a woman and you want to be accepted in a man's world, you, you can't be too timid because then you get walked all over. So, like, you got to put a mask on. And but I think these these next generations, they're just they've got this self belief. But you can't and they, defeat and they the ask the, they, ask, they ask the questions like why, but why. And hold people accountable because if you hold people accountable, they will all of a sudden shrivel and stop doing the actions that they continue to do. Because if shine you that just light. shine that light on them, shine that light on the shrivel. What? <laughs> Let them shrivel up. Okay. Yeah. 
Just let put create yeah. accountability measures. Shrivel, shrivel is a terrible word. It is. Shrivel is a terrible word. What's your least favorite word? My least favorite word. Deshaun Watson. Uh, what's my least favorite Tyreek. word? Tyreek. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a good question. What is my least favorite word? Do you have a do you have an option here while I try and brainstorm? I do hate moist. Oh, moist. That, that's, a, that's a top five for a lot of people. Deep yeah. is one that's weird for me. Just oh, saying really? deep. It's not like the weird, though. The <laughs> word meaning is weird. It's just saying deep. The P is just unnatural. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, one that comes to mind is that when I was doing state capitals as a kid, I was confused Albuquerque and Santa Fe. So saying Santa Fe kind of stinks now because I believe that's the capital of New Mexico. So that one's unfortunate. That was weird. Capitals are weird, but you don't have to know those. You've only got a few states over there in Australia. Yeah. It's not that hard. I think it's seven. I think. 